Hey, welcome to episode 181 of the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee, and we are going to be talking about car flipping and making money. And if you're interested in learning how to flip cars for a considerable profit, you're in the right place. Uh, we've got 180 episodes on the books, over 100 videos on our YouTube channel, and we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just in case I forget to mention that earlier, I thought I'd mention it now. Um, now, I have had a few folks reach out and ask, you know, what I'm up to and, and, and why I haven't posted the podcast as frequently as I had at one time. Uh, so I thought I'd, I'd just address that and, and bring you up to speed on everything Flipping Genius. Um, so first, yes, uh, for quite a while, Flipping Genius was out like clockwork at 6 a.m. Central Time every Wednesday. I, I prided myself on that, but but I don't want to talk just to talk. I don't want to record a podcast just because it's on the schedule. Uh, so here in our fifth season um, uh, of the number one, the number one rated podcast on car flipping on the planet, uh, I've set a, a, an, an individual goal, an annual goal, to produce 26 episodes of the podcast this year, uh, this calendar year, and, and we're on target for that. Um, here we're, we're on the, today is as I record this is February 1st, 2024. Can you believe that 2024? It seems amazing that that that's a that's a year. <laughs> that's that's going into the depth of of my age though. So. Um, but here we are in the first day of February, and we're we're recording the third episode of the year. So we're we're on schedule to produce the 26 that I want to produce. But like I said, I I I don't want uh, the podcast. You know, I wanted to have merit. I don't want to just do it because it's on the schedule. Uh, so I'm I'm doing my best to bring new information, uh, or or at least updated information each time we record. And today's episode will be a, a little of both. Today we'll be we'll be we'll be talking about about acquisitions and keeping your costs in line. Um, and without a doubt, we have talked about this in the past. But but today we will address what I'm seeing in the current market in our, in our market as of as of February first, 2024, and that is essential. Um, now, and while I'm certain that that what I mentioned today will hold up probably for years to come. I also know that that some of of what we talk about will not apply it, to you know to what happens in the future. Now, how do I know that? Because because I've been on this planet for long enough to know that things change, and you you need to change with those things if you're going to survive in any business any business really not just the flipping business um speaking of changes and and in case I, I um in case you think i'm just getting lazy i have made some other changes to what we're doing here at uh, middleman enterprises um a, a couple of big things that that not only should affect our bottom line here but also will affect the allocation of time and energy are my renewed involvement in the real estate business. Um, namely, namely, we'll be investing in rentals, in uh, uh, flipping properties, and uh, wholesaling to other investors, mostly here, mostly here in, in North Alabama, but 
with my partners, we're we're interested in opportunities all across the United States. Um, and if you want to interact with us and see what we're doing, uh, go to uh, randybuysproperties.com. That's randybuysproperties.com. And check out what we're doing there. Just to get get an idea there, there. If you've got any questions about any of that stuff, reach out to me anytime. You can always reach me at flippingquestions at gmail.com. That's our email address. Um, but uh, th that's one of the things we're doing. So a little bit more activity in the real estate business. And it's fascinating to me. I, I may mention it later, uh, so I won't get into it too much detail. But my prospecting for both is 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 intertwined, um, and I this week alone found a few uh, real estate properties that also have led me to a few potential vehicles um, that that we ultimately, you know, may buy everything there. You know, the ones get three vehicles and two two uh, pieces of real estate all in one. One fell swoop. I love saying the one fell swoop that heard a comedian say that way lately. And uh, it is it is a little joke between my wife and I. But that was a one fell swoop thing. One call does it all. <laughs> uh, yeah, two two uh, pieces of real estate, three three vehicles and very well may wrap that whole deal up this week. That's kind of exciting. So um, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a little bit about how we buy and where we buy and how to make be efficient. Then another thing that is directly related to today's episode and to what I was just talking, that is the fact that I'm writing a book about this very subject, acquisition and keeping your, your costs low and your profits up. Uh, and I expect to announce the, the book's release before long. Um, naturally, the the first people, the first people um, who will hear about it will be the members of our car flipping forum. Um, it, and if you are not a member yet, it is free to join, F-R-E-E, -E, free to join. Just go to Flipping Genius, F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S.com, only one G in there, FlippingGenius.com, and just click on the link there and you can you can join the car flipping forum. Uh, we'll ask a couple questions before you, you get in because I want to make sure that nobody's there to scam anybody. Um, and, and Or you can look right in the show notes be, below where uh, where you're listening or viewing this episode of Flipping Genius, and there will be a link there, as there usually is, to the car flipping forum. And um, so, well, the, you know, the book will be, um, it's going to be available in print and also in an ebook format. And uh, eventually in audio too. And and uh, feel feel free to uh, send me your contact information if you'd like to be in the advanced copy list. Just email me at, at flippingquestions at gmail .com and we'll make sure that, that you're informed. Maybe even before the the folks on that that group, since you've already expressed an interest on it. Um, so without further ado, well, let's talk about the ten things that you can do to make sure you are setting yourself up for success in the car flipping business by buying everything right everything and i mean everything um we'll get to it right after this quick break oh man All right, I thought I thought you'd enjoy a little bit of musical interlude there. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, 
So I'm going to talk about 10, 10, everybody likes, likes a good solid number, 10 things that you can do to help yourself, help assure yourself a better profit uh, by keeping your, your, uh, your, your costs down when you're acquiring your vehicles and when you are acquiring everything. And that is one of my, one of my, my, my favorite things to remember. I talk about it a lot. I, I say, you know, you make your money when, when you buy. What I really mean is you make your money when you spend. I, I mean, that's, that's the reality. You, you have to recognize that, that sure, when you buy a vehicle, um, it's important that you buy it right. And that goes with, with any business. But there's so many more steps along the way to accomplish your goal of, of selling that vehicle for a profit. And those other steps are absolutely essential. We want to make sure that you're doing those right. So I, I've, got, uh, I've got some things I just sat down before I turned the mic on and said, what are, what are 10 things I can share with you guys? And I, I wrote in my notes here, I said not in any particular order, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to go by the order that's there in front of me because that's how they came out of my head. And that may be because, uh, partly because I was going over all my financials this morning and a couple of these things popped up because they're due this month for me. Um, but uh, let's just stick with that. And 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 uh, I'm going to do this very conversationally as if we're talking one-on-one. -on -one. But I'll tell you this, if you've got questions about any of this stuff, if I can help you personally with any of this stuff, with recommendations or input, just feel free to, to reach out to me at flippingquestions at gmail.com or better yet, on the car flipping forum so I can share my answers and you can get other answers from other, other members because there's a lot of great members on there that know a lot probably more than I do about, about car flipping. I don't want to admit that, but it's, it's pretty true. And I think you know that too. I, I, I don't want to pretend like I know everything. I know enough to make money and that's why I've got the podcast. And one of the ways you make money is by saving money. So the first one I'm going to talk about is that, is, is, a, is a place you can save money. Um, and I'm looking at insurance and bond costs and in the first, these came to mind right away because my my um, dealer insurance and my dealer bond fees are due, I believe, this month, February. Um, but that's for me. I mean, everybody's going to have a different time. I am a licensed dealer here in the state of Alabama. We have to carry a certain amount of liability insurance. We have to carry a bond. These are required. And, and it could be different if you're a different type of dealer than I am. Um, and it's definitely different from state to state to state. But the one thing that's that's not different is you've got to have insurance. Now, if you are just a pure flipper and you're not a licensed dealer yet, or maybe you never want to be one, um, you still have to look at your insurance. Now, you don't want to cut corners here. You've got, now in our case, we have a minimum acceptable amount. So I've got to have that. But uh, you also want to, make sure that you're adequately protected. So it's it's important to save money. It is, but it's also important to, to work with people that you you really trust. Um I here in here in North Alabama I, I work with Burkett and Associates. Uh Bob Burkett has been my guy for hmm, well, over 10 years now. And I highly, highly recommend him. Uh Terry that works with him uh, is just rock solid they they look out for me like I'm part of the family, and uh, 
that's the feeling you should have with your insurance folks. But it's also essential that you're you're getting a good deal. I mean, every every dollar that I pay insurance in insurance is one that comes off the bottom line. It does not make me a profit, but it could bury me if I'm not adequately protected. So make sure you're working with people that you trust, people that you feel confident in. And then frankly, compare those rates. Now, Bob does that for me. Terry does that for me. They get me, they get me alternate rates from other sources and they make sure that I'm getting the best possible rate that they can. They're independent uh, agents. And I generally, that's who you're going to want to work with. Usually your big, your big name uh, carriers probably don't carry the liability insurance that we need for business, but check it out. Spend a little bit of time on it. Don't, don't just buy the first thing. So that's, that's one thing. I mean, I know that's not real sexy, but it was the first thing that came to mind. This is the first thing I'm telling you about. The other thing that came to mind is something I'm looking into quite a bit right now with our real estate business, and that is advertising. And advertising is a lot of different things. It's it, If you're not doing advertising right now, it may be because you have not grown to that level yet, uh, but I still don't do some of the advertising that, that some of my competitors do. I don't spend a lot of money advertising on social media, but a lot of people do. Um, I do. I manage pretty much all of my own promotional promotion on social media um, and don't spend very much money on it at all. Uh, if you are going to spend money on advertising, make sure it is working for you. Um, if you find someone who can manage your social media marketing and you feel really confident in them, awesome. Make sure they are making you money. Uh, advertising can can be uh, misleading. It can be deceptive, not only to the people you're advertising to, but to the people who are buying the advertising. And I know this firsthand because I've been in marketing and advertising for close to probably about a third of my life. And uh, both personally, uh, where I owned the company, also worked for large marketing companies and sold millions of dollars of insurance, not insurance, of advertising insurance too, but that's a different story, of advertising to other companies. And I know that it doesn't always work. So be very careful with your advertising dollar. Make sure that it is bringing money back to you. Uh, because if, if you are spending money on advertising, it is coming off your bottom line. Hopefully it's adding to that that line on top. And so be careful, uh, work with people you trust, ask for recommendations. Same thing with insurance. If you don't know who you want to work with in insurance, talk to somebody that, that you trust, somebody that you admire and find out who 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 they built their business with and and then do the same or at least take the recommendation, you know, call them and check them out. Um, now I want to jump from that to actually spending money on vehicles. And we're going to talk about that a couple of ways. But the first thing I want to talk about is negotiating with private sellers. Now, I love buying from private sellers. And we are going to talk a little bit more about how you get yourself in a situation to buy from private sellers. Uh, but but the, the key here is that you, you've got to get a good deal. You know, private sellers... 
a lot of times they're going to think their vehicle's worth more than it is. Um, and other other times they'll, they'll think that they can sell their vehicle with very little effort. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they can get more money for their vehicle than they normally could because it's in demand. And sometimes because that vehicle is is in demand and it's in nice shape, they can get money out of it quickly. But if you're like me, you are buying vehicles that have some distress about them, something that you're going to have to rebuild, re, re, uh, refurbish in order to resell. And in order to get top dollar or even who are close to top dollar, that that private seller is going to have to do some work on that vehicle. Um, one thing that, that I find can really help, <laughs> make sure you're checking this out. You want to get the VIN number from these folks and you want to check any outstanding recalls. Now, this is kind of a crazy one because if there's outstanding recalls on a vehicle, to a lot of sellers, that's going to just mean a pain. That's going to be, they got to take this thing to some dealer and the dealer's got to fix this. And it means time that, that they don't want to a lot and they would just assume get rid of it. But like this recently sold a Mazda and had an outstanding uh, uh, recall on it. I took it to the Mazda dealership. They they fixed it for free. They did it in less than two days. They they even cleaned the vehicle for me, gave it back to me, even did a little rundown just to make sure everything else was straight on it. And that was helpful because they, they gave me a heads up that, frankly, it confirmed with what, what my guys, Dennis Johnson, had uh, had told me. And but, but I felt good about it. And I had their piece of paper confirming that everything was straight on this car and that the recall had been repaired and it cost me zero. Now, that vehicle happened to be a vehicle I bought at auction, but I've got another vehicle that's just like it. I'm not just like the same car, but the same situation. I bought it from a private seller. The private seller, when I when I informed him he had an outstanding recall on this, he said, what does that mean? That's what you just got to take it to the dealer. The dealer will fix it. And he said, oh, man, I don't even want to mess with that. That that getting that repaired on this vehicle, which cost me no money, just a little bit of time to get it there and back, um, probably resulted in at least a thousand dollar reduction in what that what that gentleman would have taken for that that vehicle um, before he knew that. So that's, you know, knowledge is a power. So use that. Um, another thing that you do and, and something we do with real estate too, is we will walk around the vehicle and point out the things that they're going to have to fix on this vehicle. I'm not trying to beat you up. These are just things you're going to have to fix on this vehicle before you sell it to the public, before you get that top dollar for it. And these type of things, if they haven't, if they're not already aware of them. When you point these things out, this is going to help you get that price down to a manageable amount because and I just tell them, I, you know, I, I buy vehicles to recondition and resell. Right? I, I've got to make money on them. That's that's how I make a living. Um, I don't want to steal the vehicle from you, but I've got to buy it at a good price. And so I, I'm I'm going to offer you a lower price than you might have expected. But here's why. So I just try to have a, a reasonable conversation with them and uh it doesn't always work, just to be honest. Uh, I walk away from some deals, but the ones I get, I love because I, I get a, I usually get a really good feel for what the vehicle is, something I don't get from auctions. 
I, I can a lot of times get a better price than I can get at an auction because I don't have auction fees. And I get things like key fobs and, and owner's manuals and, and, and uh, service records and uh, a handshake with the guy who bought the vehicle. And sometimes even that little window sticker that came in the vehicle when they first bought it. I love those things. It helps me sell the vehicle to my end buyer for a better price. So if I can buy them cheaper and sell them for more, that's that's my favorite thing. So I love I love buying from private sellers. So that's that's kind of my two cents on negotiating. If you've got questions specifically about negotiating with private sellers, feel free to write me, ask me questions, uh, leave comments. If you've got things that that you'd like to share with other people, leave comments below or leave comments on the the car flipping forum. Um, the next one we've talked about a lot: buying at auction and and. It's interesting because I, I'm bringing it up again. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up again is because buying at auction continues, at least in my neck of the woods, to change. It continues to be more and more difficult. Um, last week, I, I was bidding against buyers from uh, I, I, several vehicles that, that I was bidding online. My com competition wasn't, there was a little competition from my neck of the woods here because I could see where they're at. The, but the vehicles that I wanted were bought by people in Minnesota, which is a long way from North Alabama, Texas, which is a pretty long way from North Alabama, and Mexico. Those were the three. And and Arizona. There's a, there's another. There's some other folks buying, you know, trying to buy from Georgia and Tennessee, and others from Alabama. But the ones who sold, who bought the vehicles, were from those states far away. Kind of wild because they're paying not only the the same uh, fees that I have to pay, but they have to pay transportation costs to get these vehicles all the way to Minnesota, to Texas, to Mexico, to Arizona. Uh, these are these are far away places. Um, and and I've I'm already in a market where I'm wondering how do you make any money buying these things and then paying these exorbitant fees? Because the fees are very high uh, on on vehicles. The fees have gone up. They went up again this year, and. You know, we've talked about about uh, that format that I follow. And by the way, I, I'll mention it again. It, it, for the time being, we've got our we've got our uh, our website is fully open. So so if you want to gain access to what will be uh, uh, premium information at, at one point when we when we expand our our uh, subscription, um, you, you can you can gain access to the system I use to buy vehicles at auctions. It's it's on there for free. Um, just go to the website flippinggenius.com. You'll find it there under under. Uh, I think it's let me hang on a second. Let me let me double check. Uh, hmm. Got so so many things. I think it's under under premium. Uh, I think I'll just leave it at that. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to me. But um um. When it comes to auctions, the fact is, the one thing that hasn't changed is you've got to buy at the price you need to buy at. So don't let yourself get wooed into spending more money than makes sense to you. Now, that money, that amount of money may be different to you than it is to me. It will be different. You'll have different overhead costs. You'll have different aspirations for what you're going to do with the vehicle. And you'll be buying different vehicles than I buy. Uh, my typical vehicle is going to have an end sale price of usually no more than four to five thousand dollars, and usually less than less than that. 
um, your end price may be much higher. Uh, but whatever it is, you've got to factor in a profit. And for me, that profit has to be significant or I don't do it. Um, and I walk, I walk away. I would rather walk away than be burdened with a, pro, a, a piece of, uh, 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 of uh, inventory that is not going to be profitable for me. Uh, there's no sense in that. I, I got, I'd rather play golf than, than, than work on a car for free. So stick to your guns, use your formula and stay to your formula. And if you don't have a formula yet, uh, there's lots of episodes of flipping genius where we talk about auctions and I talk about my formula and I talk about my systems. And now I've just told you, you can buy my system and you can get my system for free. Uh, I, there at the website, it, it is free to, I mean, there's no, there's no follow up to where I'm going to ask you for any more money. It is what I use. It is what I've, I have used. And it's right there for you to, to use. And you can ask me questions about it too. Hey, the number one goal flipping genius is to help you make more money. It always has. It still is. And I'm, I continue to, to stress that, um, when you're making money <laughs> along the way to making money, Another thing you have to do is repairs. And I was just talking about that, about, about when you're walking around that vehicle and you're talking to that private, that private seller, uh, you're going to tell them about the, the repairs you know about. And then after you buy it and you take it to your mechanic or you take it in and you do the mechanical work yourself, you're going to find out repairs are needed that you don't know about because the sellers will lie to you. They will all lie to you. <laughs> they figure it's fair game because you're, you're in business, so they can they can just go ahead and lie to you. Not all of them. I, I take that back. I've had I've had some wonderful folks sell me vehicles that were completely honest, and 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 I've had some folks where afterwards I discovered some things about the vehicle, and we bumped into each other later, and I said, "Oh, did you know it had this?" And they did not know it, and I believe them. Of course, I tend to be uh, very trusting. <laughs> but let's talk about repairs for a second, um, because like I've said, I. You make your money when you spend it. Now, I, I know a lot of times I've said you make your money when you buy, and that is true, but it's not just when you buy the vehicle. It's when you buy the parts. It's when you buy the the uh, the services. So if you can do repairs yourself and you can do them efficiently and effectively, it's a good thing to do. If you can't or won't do them, Meaning, you, you, even though you have the skills, you're not going to get around to doing them. And that vehicle is going to sit there and wait and, and just rot in your yard. <laughs> that is not a profitable uh, way to, uh, to make any money in this business. So you have, to, you have to ask yourself, am I going to do this? And if you will do it, um, and you've got the proper tools, the, pre the proper uh, uh, equipment and suitable environment and the skills to do it, then a lot of times that's a good way to do it. I do not. I do not have those. I don't have the skills. I've got the tools. Uh, I've got a, an environment. Uh, I'm probably smart enough to learn, but I know my limitations and I'm not going to do it. So that's where Dennis Johnson and his boys come in. Uh, I mentioned them a zillion times. And and uh, if I've got a vehicle that needs repair, boom, that's where it's going to go to. And those guys take care of me. Um, I suspect I... I I suggest, recommend highly that if you don't have somebody that you trust like that, you find somebody that you trust. And if you want to know where to start, talk to somebody like me, somebody that you're competing with, uh, somebody that you are trying to aspire to be. You know, who do you guys use? Who did you use? Who would you use?
go ask them. It's it's fascinating to me. We usually want to help each other. I I, uh, I find that in the real estate business is the same way. Most of us want to help each other once we get past the trust trust level. Um, not everybody. Some of them won't give you a, a lick of help because they're afraid you're going to come get you. You're going to come get their business. Uh, I've never been that way. And obviously, here I am telling you every secret I know again in the 181st episode of a podcast. So save your money, but don't save all the money. If, if it makes sense for you to, to hire it out, hire it out. But don't go to the low bidder unless you unless the low bidder happens to be the guy that everybody recommends. Rarely that's the case. Um, but be cautious. Be cautious. This is where the money is made. When you get the repairs done right, you get them done efficiently, both in time and in money, you can make more money on, on your vehicles. Same thing with detailing. I don't like detailing. You may like it. You may be great at it. Uh, I hire my detailing out. If I don't hire it out, it doesn't get done very well. And I know that's the case. Some vehicles I sell, I just sell them dirty because I'm going to, I'm not going to get much more money from them. Sometimes I find that if somebody looks at my dirty vehicle, they think I'm getting a better deal. And they kind of are. And they can take it home and really clean it up and feel good about what they have. I don't mind doing that at all. Uh, but if you're going to detail a car and you're not going to do it yourself, make sure you get good recommendations and make sure the person who's doing it is adding value to the vehicle. It's a really good place to add value, especially if you're getting into vehicles that are in a higher level than mine. Um, prospecting for potential deals and uh, really eliminating competition. This this is one of my one of my favorite things. You know, when when we walk to when we walk into an auction or we go online and look at the auction, or if we pull up uh, if we pull up uh, Facebook Marketplace or any place else where vehicles are advertised, <laughs> the one thing we can guarantee ourselves is competition. There's going to be competition. If you stop and see a sign in a window on a vehicle on the road, <laughs> you know somebody else is stopping there too. And where there's competition, the price can go up. That increases demand and the price can go up. So if you can figure out how to get there before the competition gets there, oh, that's my number one favorite thing to do. And it's probably the thing that has built my businesses in the past and continues to build them now. And that's what I was just talking about, that that I'm I'm literally finding prospective uh, property, real estate, and vehicles all at one time. And that's because I'm doing what I've always done. I, I get out and wear my shoe leather out. I wear the tires out of my car. Uh, one of the, the gurus I'm working with in the real estate business right now he he calls it driving for dollars. Um, that's that's kind. I'm sure he didn't invent that. I've heard that before. I might have even thought the words before. And I do that, but I also walk and walk. I walk about six miles a day, and try to shift it around, go different places, and I keep my head on a swivel, looking for what I can buy. And in main, my main purpose, my main focus, is on real estate and vehicles. And now I'm not telling you to do real estate, but that's what I happen to be doing right now. Like I said at the beginning of the show, getting back into that. And when it comes to a vehicle, you know, we've talked about it before. I'm sure there's past episodes where we talked about it. I look for high grass around the vehicle, high grass in the yard of the place, vehicles behind a, a, a property. That's something I've seen recently, just yesterday. 
Uh, I look for flat tires. I look for expired tags. I look for other signs that this vehicle is not being driven anymore. It doesn't mean necessarily it can't be driven anymore. What if somebody's in a nursing home? What if they have had uh, some other ailment that causes them not to be able to drive or if they've moved out of state and left this one behind? These things all happen. And the beautiful thing about when these things happen, and I don't wish nursing homes on anybody, but the beautiful thing for us, when we get to a situation where there's a vehicle that we can buy, we don't have competition. And, and unless those people choose to pick up the phone and call our competition that's that's out there saying, I buy cars, uh, the chances are we're the only one in the game. And if we can build rapport with these folks, if we can build a, a uh, uh, relationship with these folks, not only can you buy that vehicle that's in the driveway or the vehicle that's behind the place, but they're going to call you the next time they need to sell a vehicle, the next time their relatives or their friends need to sell a vehicle. And this eliminates competition and gives you a chance to buy at your price. Um, probably the number one most successful thing that I've done in the car flipping business is when I buy these kind of cars, when I buy these vehicles that have no competition, I buy them right and I am able, I'm buying them from the owner. I'm able to get the input. Sometimes the vehicles are, are distressed. Sometimes they have a lot of, of, of work that is needed. But I find that most, I, since the people weren't in the market, they weren't sitting there stewing up a way to uh, mislead me. I walked into their life and they said, yeah, this is a problem we have. I'd love to see that thing gone. Let's see if I can help Randy help me. Randy buys cars. <laughs> you know, I got that one too. I got Randy buys properties also at randybuyscars.com. You can, you can check that out and see. Feel free to copy what I do. That's what I always tell you. Uh, that's what I've been doing for over five seasons now of Flipping Genius. So eliminate the competition, you know, through... Uh, uh, diligent prospecting uh, for for these these vehicles. Um, number eight, uh, along those lines, how can we get at the head of the line? This has always been one of my favorites, and and honestly, it's it's been something I've kind of dropped the ball on, uh, and I'll, I'll be getting back after it just because of the prospecting that I'm doing, uh, and the use the eyes that I'm I'm working. And the fact that here in Alabama, spring is going to be here soon. It's it's about almost going to be 60 degrees today, and I've got shorts on. I plan to hit the road a little bit here in a couple minutes to go out and see if I can shake the the, the money tree and find find some new leads. Um, one of the ways that I'll be doing that is the way that I started with way back when I first started flipping. Some of my best deals came from from lenders, from insurance companies, and from other corporate parties. Now, I'll give you an idea what I mean by this. Mostly the lenders were uh, the um, the places that do title pawns. Now, a lot of the title pawn places I still buy from, but now I'm buying their vehicles from auction houses because they've, they've cut me out. They've cut the middleman out. They're going, they got a new middleman, the auction, and I'm on the other end of it. Um, if you can get to, I recommend if you find a smaller, um, in your, your area, find a smaller pawn shop or a smaller, uh, title pawn place, go to them and ask who's buying the, the ones they repossess. Um, they may be taking them to the auction. Tell them, tell them you can save them the trouble of hauling the stuff to the auction. You can save them the fees 
on that vehicle and you can save them the hassle. If they'll just call you, you come out every time they get a batch of repos, call you and you'll come out there. Chances are you're going to buy what they've got. If they can give you a reasonable price, they're just trying to get them off their lot and get that money back into the system so they can loan it back out again. So that's, that's, that was always a great uh, method for me. I got away from it. A lot of the fact that I got away from it is because I, I, I probably was because I got lazy. But the other thing is because is the market changed. But that is still out there. There are still small uh, title pawn places that you can do this with. Um, another thing, they, like I said, insurance companies. Insurance companies total vehicles. They may be willing to sell those vehicles to you. I don't have that much experience with that because I, I don't do uh, collision work, not not usually. So, But that if you do do collision work, it can be dynamite. And if you can get in between them and the auction, you may be able to buy this stuff. Uh, and, and if you know more about this, let me just leave that out there. I, I, this is something I've not really done. So if you know more about this and you'd like to share it with me, either on the podcast, you could talk about it on the podcast, or if you want to just leave messages and notes on the car flipping forum, that would be awesome. Or just feel free to write them down in the, the comments below. We'd, we'd love to hear more about that. But I know that's that's another way to do it. And when I say corporate parties, um, I'm not necessarily about talking about a party. I, I am talking about, about fleet sales. And if you know of uh, companies that have fleets of equipment. Another one would be municipalities. Um, some of these are sold at municipal auctions. You can also call on places that have 30 or 40 vehicles that they operate. They're going to sell those periodically. Uh, stop in there, tell them what you do. Uh, say, do you got anything to sell? This, is, this can be a great call. They may say, well, as a matter of fact, we just bought five new vans to replace our old five vans. We want to get rid of these five vans. What would you give me for the five vans? It could be as simple as that. More likely, they're going to say, no, we don't have anything for sale. Uh, appreciate you stopping in. And they usually do. They usually do like the fact that you got the gumption to stop in. There's some small business people usually, and they like that. They will try to think of a way to help you. I, 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 I swear they will. And, and what that help will look like is they may say, hey, but I've got a Honda <laughs> or or Joey's got a Toyota, or Jimmy, what's that car you got at your house that you're not driving? They will find a way to help you. They they will. Uh, I know I, I must sound like pie in the sky, but this works. It works if you'll work. So, you know, I'm, I'm telling you ways to acquire vehicles because when you acquire them properly at the right price, you can make more money. And this is another way you're cutting the competition out. So, uh, private uh, private party sales and and getting in line at the head of the line from lenders, insurance companies, and and corporate uh, parties, small business. Um, I, I'm going. I, I've got ten of these. I got two more to go. And I, like I said, I'm I'm going down the list uh, as I had them written. I'm gonna take one second to get a. Uh, a slurp of uh, Kickapoo Joy Juice. I'll be right back. Don't go away. And we're going to talk about number nine and ten. <laughs> All right. 
Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> uh, number nine is is uh, one I've talked about before, too. And it's, you know, I just can't stress it enough. You make your money when you spend your money. And when you spend your money is not just when you buy that vehicle, but when you buy the parts for that vehicle. Just had a conversation this week with somebody who had bought uh, some bad parts for a vehicle and he had bought rebuilt parts and it turned out that the rebuilt parts weren't as good as the new parts would have been and it cost him money. Now, the way I learn this, there's two ways I learn. Number one way, my number one way is I talk to Gary, who is the shop manager at Dennis Johnson. I ask him, what part should I buy for these vehicles? Gary lets me buy the parts when it makes sense. And I usually go to uh, Rock Auto. Uh, if I don't go to Rock Auto, you go to carparts.com, car slash part.com, carpart.com. Uh, and, and that links all the junkyards. I've talked about it a bunch of times on here. That's usually where I go. If Gary says, no, don't we don't want to use whatever that is, so don't go to the junkyards. Or if he says, no, we need the name brand. Or he says, no, you're not going to save really any money by buying it from Rock Auto because I can get it right here locally and they'll have it to me tomorrow and we can get your vehicle out quicker. I rely on those guys. And then if it wasn't for those guys, like when I'm buying wiper blades or when I'm buying... Uh, tires, because uh, I'll, I'll go to other other sources for that. Um, Rock Auto for, for wiper blades, usually. Um, I'm going to read the reviews. I, I love to read reviews and find out what other people say. Now, be careful when you read the reviews. Don't distrust the one that says, this thing's great, and they think it's great because it came real fast and the package looks pretty. Make sure they've opened the package and put it on the vehicle and, and it fits. Um, so read the reviews, look for, I usually read the bad reviews first and I make sure that it's just not some disgruntled person that gives a bad review every time, but the reviews can help me a lot. But the thing that helps me the most is, is definitely talking to Gary and the people I trust at Dennis Johnson. You're going to save, you can save quite a bit of money buying parts the right way. Same thing with batteries. Now I've, I've run into some trouble with batteries. Uh, be careful. Don't buy too cheap of a battery. I've run into trouble with wipers. Don't buy too cheap of a wiper um, because you want this stuff to work for the next guy that buys it. So, you know, you don't want to just get it out of the driveway. Um, uh, and tires. Uh, tires, I, I save a lot of money on tires by uh, using the resources that you'll find on, on our, our resources page. Um, I'm, 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 it's escaping me at the moment, but I usually I usually get quotes from three different tire companies, and they're usually the ones um, that are on our resources page. And whoever has got the best deal on tires, if I'm buying new tires, I don't really worry about it too much. But you know what? I'm selling the cheap stuff. If you're selling a, a higher grade vehicle, you might want to go with a higher grade tire. Um, sometimes Gary gets me a, a good deal on tires right there, just delivered right to Dennis, and and uh, I'll go with their their shop brand. So. Um, shop it around, spend a little bit of time, get a good deal, but make sure you're buying stuff that, that is going to be passable and usable, uh, for your end user. Cause that, you, that reflects on you. Uh, but you can save money on that. And, you know, that takes some time. It does. It, it takes a little bit of time, not, not a tremendous amount because you can do it right here on your computer. Um, but time is money and, it brings me to number 10, uh, and that is managing your time. You know, because, it, yes, you 
can save money by doing some things on your own. But I'll give you an example of something that wouldn't be efficient if if I were to try to do a timing belt on a uh, a vehicle. I, that if you ever saw me try to work on a vehicle, that would take me months to do. It would completely destroy my schedule and not to mention my attitude and probably the vehicle. So it makes no sense at all. But if I can if I need windshield wipers, I can do that. Not only can I do it, I also paint the frames flat black, pop the windshield wipers in there, and I can knock that thing out and I can do all of that in less than 10 minutes. And it is a, a dramatic improvement. I don't delegate that. I don't delegate my batteries because I, I go to my battery shop when I'm having breakfast with my son. I pick up, it's, it's about a quarter mile from, from the breakfast spot. So I pick up my batteries, I carry them back, I drop them in myself, and it saves me the time of and, and the cost of having them installed. And thank God my, my, I work with guys like uh, at Dennis that allow me to do these little things. So they know I'm trying to make money, and they, they let me do a few money-saving things that help add to that bottom line. But 90%, at least, of the stuff that, that gets done on my vehicles, I delegate out to, to folks who this is their profession. If it's replacing a windshield, it's fixing uh, uh, chips in a windshield, if it's replacing tires, if it's anything, just about anything, even even uh, detailing, I, I try to refer that out because I don't like to do it. It's, you know, I'm lazy. But <laughs> it's not entirely that I'm lazy. I'm also not good at it, but I think that may be you know, something I've convinced myself of. But um, delegate when it makes sense and do your own when it makes sense, but always, always think of that bottom line. And those are the 10 ways I came up with for you to acquire not only your vehicles, but also your services and your parts and add to that bottom line. And I know it will. I know it will. I'm excited to share that with you. Um, I hope this helped. And if you've got any questions, feel free to reach out to me, flipping questions at gmail.com. If you like to make a comment, feel free to make it below. Please subscribe. If you're watching YouTube, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. I've been asking you, heck, I've been begging you to do that. I don't know why you're not subscribing. Let me just be clear. YouTube will not pay me a penny until I get over a thousand subscribers. You probably already know that. I just want you to be a subscriber. You'll be notified when we do new content. If you don't ever want to be no notified, you can say, don't notify me, but still subscribe, please. Is that is that adequate begging enough? I hope so. Um, and, and those of you who have subscribed, thank you very, very much. Those who are doing it right now, thank you for doing that. Please tell your friends to do it too, because I got to get bumped up there so I can make a dollar or two each month. I'd love to make, I'd love to see YouTube pay me a couple bucks. My wife spends half her life Watching YouTube, I ought to get paid something. <laughs> oh, man, this is something, isn't it? Hey, uh, like I said, if, you, if you've got any questions, reach out to us, flippingquestions at gmail.com or at the Car Flipping Forum, which you can find the link to right below. Visit flippinggenius.com, F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S.com. Anytime you want, you'll get all kind of information See our resources page for the, the stuff about the tires and the parts I talked about earlier and other good stuff. And if there's anything that you'd like to recommend or suggest, feel free to do it in any any way of those, those formats. And uh, I, I look forward to hearing from you. I always do. I always do. I got to get back to writing this thing. 
and getting that book in your hands because, hey, I won't be around forever. This will be like, you can carry Randy in your pocket. <laughs> and I hope it, I hope it helps. I hope it helps you make money because that's, that's what I'm here for. Hey, let's work together. Let's all make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.